handoff. Murray gets through the line of scrimmage. Inside the five. Touchdown! Latavius Murray with an 11-yard touchdown. And the Vikings lead 16-7. Well, you go with what you have. And right now, what the Vikings have at running back, starting running back, is Latavius Murray. Um, who's the kid, number 44, that uh, Charge fell in love with, basically wanted him to become the number one that's receiver? Boone, right? Yeah, that's Boone. And then Rock and, Thomas had a nice yeah, run. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, man, they've, they've looked nice, no question about that, uh, uh, for a couple of times. But uh, Murray is, for the moment at least, becoming the featured back. And once again, he made the most of it eventually in really helping the Vikings establish control of uh, this ballgame. We've had him on many of the last several weeks since the start of the season. We intend to mix and match that up, but why not Murray this week again? We caught up with him just before the program began. Nacho Lieber, but don't forget, at 355, and John Athletic at about either 515 or 530, depending on his schedule with uh, Tom Thibodeau. I think we started the subject, though. uh, I think we had a little stadium conversation in terms of what his experiences have been on uh, in road venues over the years. Congratulations on another uh, very nice victory, a nice performance for you individually. Before we get into more details on that, uh, as a guy who's been around a little bit now, name for me, over the course of your career, your favorite road venues, where whether it's you think you like the hostility and you like you know shutting up the crowd or just places you like to go, what are your favorite road venues since you've been in the league? Um, let's see. I, I would say, um, uh, again, I was in you know, at AFC West for sure. four years, so Arrowhead mm. has to be has to be up there. Um, obviously, it's, it's one of the loudest, if not the loudest, uh, place to play. Um, I think Seattle is you know up there. Um. Um, and I, you know, I think Philly, Philly too, is uh, yeah. you know, definitely, definitely a hostile place to play. What was the uh, the crowd like yesterday? Because you know, there was a lot of anticipation. This notion, I thought it was a little silly going into the game, but the possibility that the Jets players and the Jets fans were going to be bitter that Cousins turned them down to go to the Vikings, and that that was going to give an added incentive, extra juice. For the Jets, uh, what, what what did you see from the uh, what was the what was the atmosphere like there yesterday? Yeah, I, I mean, I just thought it was. Uh, I thought our fans traveled really well. Um, as far as the, the the Kurt thing, I to be honest, I didn't. I mean, how do how, for one, how do how is anybody supposed to know that truly? <laughs> um, and you know, how do you get that? How do you uh, you know learn that they are or not? But um, you know, I didn't feel that at all. I just thought that the Vikings fans traveled really well, and um, and you know we were playing really well. So um, I think that's the reason why the Jets fans were bitter, um, and the players were too. <laughs> both good, both pretty good reasons. I think it's fair to yeah. fair to say you had a pair of touchdowns yesterday. Uh, let's break those down a little bit first. I think the first one late that was early uh, second half actually was. An eleven-yard touchdown run. Uh, describe what you saw in that play. What happened there? Yeah, so we just ran, uh, you know, a, a, a normal uh, a double-team play uh, to the right. Um, and Adam, Adam went in and digged the safety. Um, you know, and then once he did that, the the corner uh, tried to fall off and made the tackle. By by that time, I was 
you know, already going, uh, coming, coming with a head of steam. And, uh, you know, he tried to go low on me, but um, missed, really. And uh, you know, I just uh, walked right in. Not a bad feeling, I would think, for a running back, to for, for a, uh, for a tackler all. to swing and miss, right? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. So then the other one is, what, 38 yards, which I think is your longest uh, this season. Um, and a pretty, you know, kind of, you could say, kind of put the thing away in, in a stretch where you guys were suddenly running the ball really well as a group. What happened on that play? Yeah, so we just um, ran a zone, zone, outside zone to the right, and uh, and they brought pressure. Um, and, and so anytime, you know, anytime they bring pressure when you're running the ball and, and you block it up, then you know it, it could be a it could be a big run, and we obviously did that, and they brought pressure on that play, um, and everything worked out. Obviously, it could be a negative play, sure. Um, when you don't get it blocked up right, but when you do, um, it's usually a big play waiting to happen, and was. So um, I got to give credit to the old line definitely with that one, get me to the second level, and again, I said I just had to make sure I didn't get caught. <laughs> That's yeah, the, a running back's worst nightmare, correct? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coming back to the sideline after two is just. If I did, I probably would have just had to keep uh, kept walking to the locker room. Understandably so. How early in that play did you know you had a chance to to go to the house? Um, well, soon. I mean, again, as soon as I broke to the second level, I you know I knew like the safety came down and was kind of taking a taking a a bad. Well, I found out a bad angle. Um, so I kind of just ran away from him, and then once I straightened up, then it was like, okay, yeah, this is home stretch. You know, don't mess it up. You are, for the season now, if I have my numbers right, and I think I do, you're averaging 4.8 yards a carry. That's a Now, you haven't obviously carried the, the number one load start to finish, and this team has had a couple games where they didn't really, you guys didn't really run much. But that's a that's a gaudy. You, I'd assume you'd take that yards per carry. Four point eight is pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I again, I think it's as a running back, you want to run the ball efficiently, and um, and I think you know these past few weeks we've just been able to do that, and that's just that's been all the the, the backs. That's uh, you know combination of the uh, the O line and the receivers blocking downfield, and so. Um, you know, anytime you run the ball efficient, um, then I think that's that's a good thing. And you know, those numbers show. But you know, a lot of times for us, it's uh, it's not what's shown. And you know, we had some negative plays, uh, penalties, and so you know, that, there's, there's definitely things to clean up and things to get better at. I know there were a few times early on there that I stopped my feet, and that's not um, that's just not who I am. And so. Um, there's things that are correct, but there is a lot of good, and we just got to continue to build off of that and continue to get better and work at it. Two touchdowns for Latavius Murray uh, in the Vikings' victory over the Jets yesterday. He is with us here on the fan. Um, you know, basically from the start of your of, of your first, uh, not say training camp runs, but preseason game runs forward, to me, you look... More explosive, getting the line of scrimmage. You get fat. You look faster to me. You look quicker to me. Is that just my eye seeing something that you know is deceiving me, or do you think there's any difference in terms of your explosion getting to the line of scrimmage uh, this year as opposed to last year? Um. Well, again, I, you know, I I can't make excuses, but I do know, um, you know, obviously coming into last year and kind of especially early on, trying to fight through the injury. 
Um, and then I started feeling good. And, and so uh, I think the difference was just being healthy all, you know, all this past off season. I think that's what, um, you know, contributed to, you know, maybe feeling good and looking better uh, this year is that I had a whole off season uh, you know, fully healthy and able to train and, and do the things I want to do, um, you know, in the off season like I have before in my career. And so, um, uh, so I feel good. I feel, you know, I feel good. And, um, but I definitely think I can, uh, I can still continue to get better. And for me, that's, that's, that's what it's about. Just finding ways to improve my game and um, look better and feel better. You know, it, Listening to you, I, I, I guess it is, you gain an appreciation for when players tell you about you can never take your health for granted, that it really can. Nick, you said no player wants to use as an excuse. It never wins, probably to go down that road. And everybody's got to play, up, I guess, a little bit hurt. That's sort of the nature of the game once you're in it a while. But it does remind you, though, I mean, having a feeling of being close to 100% physically, how much that can make the difference for, for a player in a game in which, you know, there's very fine lines between success and failure. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, like I said, like you said, really, you, you know, obviously we play a game that's physical and, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, bumps and bruises and, you know, some pain that you have to play through. And, and uh, you know, I, I've been kind of fortunate enough to where you know, I missed just one season early on in my career um, but I've had surgeries and um, didn't have to miss, miss much time, but, um, you know, was able to recover and, and or fight through um, so I could stay on the field and because that's what's important is just being, being, being available, um, you know, so that you're able to go out there and make plays and, and, and try and get healthy, just stay healthy as you, as you learn your body and as you continue to play. You know, Dalvin again was unable to go. Hamstring, I'm sure you could tell us, is it can be a very tricky kind of a thing to negotiate and to get to a place where you're ready to go. Meantime, it, it means more opportunity for you. I assume you're ready to take as much load as you as they think you need to take, no matter what happens in terms of other people being available. How do you feel about you know being in a position where you become the guy? Yeah, I just you know, for me, it's uh, it's uh, it's an opportunity, and uh, um, you know, I've been um, on the other side of the situation. I've been in this situation before um, in my career, um, just throughout. I think me playing football, and uh, and, uh, and you never want playing time to come at the expense of someone else getting hurt, um, you know. But I know that's uh, that's just how um, how it is. So. For me, you know, the opportunity, I just make the most of, um, you know, mine and when I'm in there and make sure I'm doing, you know, everything I can to, to be the best for, uh, for the team. And, um, that'll always be my approach. That'll always be, um, my mentality going into it, regardless if I'm coming off the bench or if I'm starting, you know, I prepare, um, and, and play, um, you know, the same, um, and that's at a high level, um, no matter what. Three in a row for the Vikings. I assume your head coach, though, is not going to let you. Um, I doubt the message was congratulations, knowing him. But what what is his message to the team after you guys seemingly right the ship after a start that was not what you guys were hoping for? Yeah, I mean, you know, 
early on, obviously, when we were, uh, lost a few games, it wasn't a matter of, uh, of, of panicking. And I think, uh, you know, no, no one in the building did. Uh, I think it's easy for everyone on the outside that's not a part of the work and not involved of, you know, everything we put into it, um, each, each week, week in, week out. Um, so for us not panicking, and knowing that we had everything out in front of us, but just knowing that it needed to be a sense of urgency um, on on finding ways to win and, and, and going out there and playing um, to win. And so um, for us, it's it's no different. Uh, no matter who we play, you know, we just know, look, hey, you know, the time is now, and, um, you know, each week is going to be a different test. It's going to be a difficult test, um, but we got to figure it out. We got to find ways to win and continue to, uh, keep winning, and so uh, that'll be our mentality each week as we continue on. Speaking of the difficult set, does uh, I could say challenges and tests? Of course, you know the Saints are coming in for a Sunday night game. I heard your coach earlier today say that he fully expects the Saints, given the way the game ended last season in the playoffs, to come in with a chip on their shoulder. What do you expect? Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, um, but hey, I mean, we feel the same way. Um, you know we uh you know we we need to win um uh, no no doubt about it if uh, they come in with a chip on our shoulder you know that doesn't mean that we don't have one on ours too so uh we'll be ready what do you remember uh, about the the miracle that game that and the play that ended it what's still is it still as fresh in your mind today as it was when it happened i mean yeah it was just uh obviously you know one of the probably the craziest thing I've been a part of just playing the game. Um, um, I think, you, I mean, you're talking about um, you know, the playoffs, uh, move on to the, um, the you know, NFC championship, um, you know, stakes were high, and then obviously just with seconds left um, to show you that anything's possible and uh, to be on the, the good side of that, um, you know, and having, a, and having you know, come up with a play like that to send you on to win the game is, uh, you know, that was just a feeling that I, I still can't really explain. Um, but just really glad that I was a part of it. Where were um, you? But, you know, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just got to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, where were, were you on the field? Refresh my memory where you were, what you saw from your vantage point. Yeah, no, I was on the, I was off to the side. Okay. Um, and I just was, you know, on the sideline just watching, you know, just, Obviously, my, my thinking was, you know, hey, we catch the ball, you know, try and get out of bounds. Um, you know, we knew they would do anything they could to keep us from get, getting out of bounds and lining up for a long field goal. Um, but once I saw, you know, Diggs keep his balance and stay in bound and, and then take off, then I, you know, just lost my mind and started running, uh, running towards the end zone. Seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? But it really, was just a few months ago the minneapolis miracle and we're going to relive it a lot again this week for the obvious reason that the vikings latavius murray and others will be hosting the new orleans saints sunday night football right here on the fan uh kickoff what 7 30 that's about right Seven twenty-five, right in yeah. that range pregame will start at five wonder what day collinsworth is coming in <laughs> i'm not sure it's going to matter but we could try to find out. We could try to get him on, but I'm just thinking about yeah, I don't, if he wants to listen to the station. I don't think. I think it's going to be a no. On I, I think it's a losing proposition on both ends. But we'll see. Maybe maybe things will change. Maybe a, 
and the leaf will be turned. Latavius Murray, one of uh, several Vikings heroes yesterday. Nice running performance by him. And as I said, he ain't carrying the ball a lot, but he's averaging almost five yards a carry, which uh, you can never argue with. Now, that gets ballooned a little bit by a couple of the runs, but overall, has uh, been uh, it's kind of held down the fort here while we all wait for allegedly what's going to come eventually, Dalvin Cook's reemergence, if indeed that is going to come anytime soon. I've got some breaking National Football League news that I want to get to, not related to the Minnesota Vikings, and I have, well, there's a call out among many Vikings fans for a trade they want the Minnesota Vikings to make. We'll discuss that as well. Oh, no, we won't. We got Ben, what am I talking about? It's Nacho Lieber. Well, actually, well, it's Nacho Lieber about those tra- the one trade that was made and another trade that apparently some Vikings fans would like to see consummated to help our cause. And no, sadly enough, it does not involve an offensive lineman. You're listening to Barrero on the fan. KFAN, total traffic. And now here's a check of traffic. Southbound.